This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. Get movie microscope. Today's episode is Twister. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Movie Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I'm your gracious host. Alongside me, the biodegradable, biohazard, biodome-loving, bioluminescent Justin Whitehill. How's it going, sir? I do like biodome. You're, you're speaking of the Pauly Shore, Stephen Baldwin film? Yep. Two guys, A-list still. First of all, Brownwall is cascading through the airwaves here. Brownwall's happening. Wow, that's a big one. Have we ever started a podcast mid-Brownwall? Yeah. Lots. Can you name anybody else that was in Biodome? Um, yes. Sir Ralph Richardson. <laughs> Who was the bad guy in... Go- he was in Ghostbusters. He was in Real Genius. He was also in Oh, that Biodome. guy? I forgot his name. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. he's a dependable, grump, grumpy actor, you know, or pretentious kind of bad guy. I can't remember who was in it. Sorry, but I do like that movie. What's going on with you, sir? Just uh, walking the, you know, the Yeman's path, you know, traveling around, kicking it. Learning about things. What are you learning about? What are you picking up in your uh, in your elder years, so to speak? I just picked up the Braille version of the Kama Sutra, and I'm burning through that. <laughs> what page are you? I'm sorry, what position are you on? It's called the Squatting Vermithrax. <laughs> <laughs> Kama Sutra is out there doing it, man. It's been around for a long time. I know. Yeah, people fucking, man. People fucking in positions since the jump. <laughs> That's one of the positions, right? The jump. I never, I have to say, I've never, I have seen flip through the joy of sex. That was a big sex manual back in the day. But I, I haven't, I have never flipped through the Kama Sutra. Have you? I, I was just reading The Sex of Joy, and Bahar is a fantastic author. <laughs> I think it would be great if you accidentally pull off a position that's in the Kama Sutra, if you and your mate both glow red for a second. Like in Dragon's Lair or something, you know, you've highlighted. You know? Sure, yeah. Tell me about it. Please enlighten me. You know, I, my Braille's not good. It just reads like a pinochle manual to me, you know? Oh, man. Yeah, so what you're, about you? Not nothing. You know, trying to get organized. It's hard, man. It's hard out there. I watched The House Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Those two sentences don't jive. <laughs> I sometimes need to uh, do something that that numbs the old brain and um i was flipping through hbo max and the house bunny was uh, on the comedy list and i hadn't seen it for a long time and i do like anna ferris i have to say i think she's very funny i forgot emma stone was in that kind of a cute movie kid and play yeah great stuff you hefner in there what a winner he is but uh yeah that's a had a rumor willis 
showed up. Oof. Beverly D'Angelo with a weird birthmark on her neck in that movie. Got a face for audiobooks, Rumor Willis. Uh, who else is in there? Kat Dennings in here. So just a bunch of... Go, go catch up with the house bunny. I, know, I have no idea who directed it, by the way. Howard Deutsch? I don't know. Have you been catching up? You, you know, Succession? What have you been watching? Anything floating your boats? I, I watched 65. Glad I bought it. How was it? Oof. Tough. It's not good? It's not good. How was the dinosaurs? They were fine. I appreciate the movie. I appreciate what they were trying to do. Right. I like all of the thinking that went behind it, except for the product. Really? So it's not too good, huh? Not too much of a hit, I don't think, that movie. No. No. I think 65 uh, is the box office. Man, that's tough. Adam Driver. You you told me that they were thinking about casting him in uh, Heat 2. Yeah, because in Michael Mann's new film, he literally is Adam Driver, playing Enzo Ferrari in a movie. Oh, are they working together? Yeah, he's, he's playing Mr. Ferrari himself, and Michael Mann is in love with him. So said, i got to have you in there, playing a young Robert De Niro somehow. What's the other car movie that's out right now, or it came out a few months ago, that's like super low budge? The one with uh, our boy, Frank Grillo? Yeah, Grillo. Lamborghini, A Man in His Fucking Dream or whatever, yeah. I heard it was... Special, a special movie. Grillo out here, like, how old is my man Frank Grillo? Because he, he got famous late. He got, but he's in every shape. There is no amount of shape he's not in. I don't know what that means. Guy's healthy. He's he takes care of his body big looks, time. Looks great. Yeah, he's only fifty seven. He's only fifty seven. He's fairly young. He was on a podcast and he said that he found out about that job basically the week he had to fly to film it. What job? Oh, the, the, uh, the, the Lamborghini. Lamborghini movie. Yeah. I guess that was his preemptive excuse for why it's dog fuck. <laughs> He's like, I, oh. found out, I found out about the movie on the last day of shooting. Looking at his Wikipedia page, got divorced during COVID or at the tail start of COVID. Poor guy. Feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for him. I'm sure it was probably one of those situations where he was starting to get some heat on him. He, his body is like a rock slab. He's, he's like, maybe it's time to... <laughs> Punt this one who stuck by me through the lean years and get myself primed for the next wave, you know, the new Jack. Oh, yeah, that's probably what happened. It's a, actually, are you quoting the Wikipedia page? It says that. There's a paragraph exactly says that. Well, yeah, nothing much going on, nothing to report. Uh, Easter happened. I'm sure you were. What's your favorite Easter candy? You, you, I, uh, I don't. I you don't, partake? Nope, not a thing. Like those Reese, Reese's eggs, chocolate bunnies. I don't. What's your bag, man? What's your Easter bag? I, I like all the treats that are presented to us in the different shapes at Easter time, but I don't need right. to eat them at Easter. You know? Peeps. Peeps a little bit controversial these days. How? People are dinging them because I guess they had some of uh, that cancerous or supposedly cancerous red dye, red whatever that dye is that everybody worries about. That They found that in Peeps. Peeps was like, can we do this after Easter? You know what I'm saying? Can we... Can you please just bring this up in June? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Poor, when poor. Jesus is busy not being resurrected. I think they had a Jesus ever had a Jesus shaped peep? Is there, there a religious religious shaped peep? <laughs> is there a religious themed peep? I wonder. Or they always just keep it cute and animal themed. Right. Answer peep the question. A... <laughs> Answer the question. They did a Mary peep, but no Jesus. <laughs> What was the flavor, I wonder? Um, Cola. (laughs) Liar. 
Anyway, so that, that's it, man. I got nothing much going on. I feel pretty boring. Good. It allows us to get our fastest episode underway, you know? But, guys, let's not beat around, man. It's a big one. It's a movie microscope, folks. It's a show where we zoom in. We pulverize the smitten dwarf. We walk hot. We spin our partner square and square, take a bobcat to a funeral. We ravage the Holy Ghost. We take a shit in a Goddard school. Plug an LED light into our sphincter. Get deaf when the wind blows. We round up a posse to take on the lizard priest. We hang up on our enemies. Get all gay without a care in the world, man. Watch a movie through a set of destroyed, ravaged, scattered, crystalline eyes that have been developed like film. One hour of magic at a time. Watch a film through those scraws. See what makes or breaks. Share it with the likes of you, the listeners. So if we're talking about Feast, we're talking about the scene where John Gulliger directs his father so hard their careers die. <laughs> Talk about the little moments. <laughs> well, congratulations. Ding, 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 ding. You won. You're the only person in the universe that brought up Feast today. <laughs> no one else mentioned it. You got it. Feast. <laughs> Did they have one or two sequels? At least one. I think two. It's a Project Greenlight joint, right? It is. I don't hate that movie. It's kind of fun. I can't hate it. Who Do you remember who's in that? Is Henry Rollins in it? Possibly. Is Feast in it? Title character? You know who was in it? There's a girl, there's a cute girl, like, not Carrie Ward, but there's like some... some oh, she, I keep putting her Carrie... I would keep thinking of her name, or, uh, Carrie Ward today for some reason earlier when we were discussing another movie but it's not her. Whatever, you know, did you ever have that darth vader head toy you think the, the star wars thing that of course you, the, the figures case yeah yeah why because i used it to carry war around sometimes just thought you were bringing it up bring it up randomly i'm gonna look up feast <laughs> why not why why use our time in any other way krista allen in this Mm-hmm. you got judah friedlander let me zoom in krista allen Mm-hmm. Made the cover of Stuff Magazine. Did she? You used to subscribe to it. Henry or Rollins. Max, or Maxim, one of the two. Henry Rollins is in that. So is Balthasar Getty. Of course. Clue Gulliger, you mentioned Jenny Wade in here. And of You're course. You're a big fan of her, actually. I do like her. Eric Dane. Oh, yeah. Is. Good looking dude. He was yeah. from one of the medical shows, right? Possibly, yeah. No, he was. I mean, probably, probably on, uh, what's the sh- what's the big medical one? Grey? Grey's Anatomy? Grey's Anatomy, I bet he's in there, yeah. Yeah, 139 episodes of Grey's Anatomy, that guy. You got Eric Dane up on the screen, mm-hmm. Star of Feast. Remember, he was hero in that movie, and they, he gets killed. Nice. Remember, the two heroes of the, you think they're going to be the action stars, get, get it, it. And I don't remember it, and I don't want to. You don't have we got a big We got a big one today, folks. Movie... Affectionately called Twister, 1996, I believe, mm-hmm. directed by Jan Debon. Adaptation Dude. of the Party Game. Oh. Pretty good Huge joke. friend, Huge good. friend of mine, Jan Debon. You almost worked with him. Yeah, I, work, I did work with him a you lot. Did, you did him. meet him. You had some, some work dinners with him, right? I collaborated with him for over a year and then got hate-fucked by the movie industry. Jan Debon's uh, director of Speed, cinema photographer for some great Die films. Hard, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. Did Speed, did the awful sequel to Tomb Raider, did the awful The Haunting. Did, did the awful other... Speed 2, which I think, did you mention Speed 2? I, I did I did not, I don't think. He's had a good, you know, some, some wins somehow. He had one win, he had Speed. He well, didn't Twister direct... was a huge hit. Twister was a huge hit somehow, because it shouldn't, shouldn't have been. What's the last thing he directed, do you think? I think it was Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life. If you're right about that, that's pretty cool. I'm fine. I was, uh, I was at a cigar shop somewhat recently and 
that movie was on, but I didn't know it was that movie because I didn't realize that they had cast all these people that grew, became famous later. The guy from Game of Thrones, Jorah Mormont or whatever his name is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then the other guy. Had to be um, the bad guy in that, right? And then and then Daniel Craig, seriously young Daniel Craig. And I was watching the movie, and I was like, it's not wanted, even though it looks dumb, because Angelina Jolie's in it, but I didn't realize it was Tomb Raider 2, because I saw that movie once, and I did a movie microscope on it for the old site, mm-hmm. and forgot it, everything about it, because it was an abomination. And then and then as it kept going on and on, I finally realized I was in the midst of Tomb Raider 2. PTSD mixed with a huge barium enema. Hey, that was his last film. Nice, nice, nice going. 2003. Last movie directed. 20 years since he's been worth a shit. And uh, I think he went back to just shooting cinematography. Himself. Here's the thing. Shooting himself. Here's the thing. When I was on a trip recently, I woke up and or was going to bed, one of the two. I think I woke up and like the fifth Underworld movie was on. I did not know they made that many. You know, like it's that's a franchise that slipped on by me. I think they had like five or six of those movies. That had to be like Underworld in Space, right? Or Underworld Goes Bananas or something? No, it was... Citizens on Patrol. Have you seen Have you seen those films? Like I, 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 I have seen more than I care to admit, to be honest, because I sort of like something about them, despite all the awfulness that is them. So they they took them basically that that movie like took like kind of the Matrix look, right? Like it kind of is that what it did? Like kind of aped the look of the Matrix, but made it about werewolves and vampires. Is that Is that about sum it up? It had characteristics yeah of that style but it was i think it tried it tried to be a lot it tried to be so many things i mean it must have been if it had that many and i know that beckinsale left and then came back even right like and who and rona mitra or how do you say her name she took over for a minute right really i don't remember yeah i know is where i first was exposed to my boy what's the guy with the big forehead good actor frost michael sheen yeah michael sheen Mm mm-hmm Obviously, Kevin Grievu killed it. In Bill Nighy in there? We'll do him. We'll do him at some point. <laughs> I mean, it just seems like... I don't know. I mean, I guess that it probably has its fans, but... And, and, and let me correct you. You say werewolves. Uh, lichens, please. Lichens. <laughs> Did they not call them werewolves? No, they called them lichens, and they had no hair, and they were silly. What do you mean they had no hair? They were they were baldies. They were bald werewolves. They were very bald, and they were very about? shiny. What do you mean? They were CGI bad. They were shiny, bald, weird CGI gray Barrett. Are you? <laughs> they didn't. So they said that there's no way we can make uh, CGI werewolves look cool, which is true. So they just went the bald route. They don't have. They're hair. very. They're very hair deficient. They're very. What? How do? Shiny. They, how do you tell that they turned into something then? Though they're muscular and and gray and with. 2D animation. I mean, they're just. It's a. Tr- it's a tough look to pull off. Lichens, you know. And they hated but, the vampires. The, and it was like. It was like the. Was it like Twilight? I guess sort of, right? And Daddy went on the set of the first one. What? Huh? I was on the set of Underworld Numero Uno. Did you shake paws with Kate Beckinsale? Yeah, and talked to the whole fucking crew. And who? And you talked? Did you meet Nike? Was he in? There? I don't remember him being there. I remember. Oh, did you meet Speedman? I did meet Speedman. I met the shit out of Scott Speedman. What'd you think? He was very pretty and very petite to me. Very delicate man. Very just beautiful man. But small. Small small features. Small, Just a small carriage of a dude. He's still around I, there. He's still working. 
And the thing that and I, Kate Beckinsale is very pretty. I just remember her veins were very prominent. You could see all of her veins underneath her skin. I don't know what that means. I, I, it was just very. She was very pale with, and you could read her entire thought process. Yeah, isn't that? But isn't that the makeup? Wasn't she a vampire? And the, they're showing veins. Maybe under? so. Well, they pulled. What a great job. Yeah. Great job. And she was. I remember she was really, really uh, chain smoking too. I remember that. Oh wow. Scott Speedman also on Grey's Anatomy. I'm looking at his uh, career here. I like oh, Scott Speedman. A lot of people you do. Got one of your guys from Dark Blue, one of your guys from Animal Kingdom. The TV it's series, a, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, maybe we should go played, on a, a Speedman run. Ba- I think he played Baz in that show. He did. Speedman's, a, I'm a fan. There's something he was in somewhat recently where he was actually really good. I don't remember what it was. Probably, By the way, probably one of the other you, could one call, you could probably call Twister's director a Speedman, if you know what I'm saying. Did two of them. Uh, he auditioned for the role of Robin in Batman Forever. Oops. And Chris O'Donnell beat him out. Oops. So he decided to quit Earth Forever. <laughs> no, he's not Well, there. Adam Driver's going to be playing the part of Robin in Heat 2. So, Twister is a, is, a, is a film written by Michael Crichton and his then-wife and his then-alive body. <laughs> Produced by Mr. Steven Spielberg, and it's about people who chase the shit out of tornadoes, and then tornadoes chase the shit out of them. Movie starts off, man, a little 1969 in this. I know, and it, when, when did the Twister come out? Do you know the the year? 96. Did you say it? Yeah. And what were you doing in 1996? I was uh, I was in the corporate world, mm-hmm. just kind of chilling. Getting, I was writing movie reviews for my peers in the email. Yeah. Just, I had no idea that I was about to blow out big time. You, were you excited about this movie coming out? I saw it in the theater. I it's wasn't big, excited summer. about it. Big it's summer dark, movie, right? Big dark Side movie. of Nature, right? That was their big tagline. I was skeptical. I was skeptical about it. Yeah. Well, you should very well have been. Because <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the movie starts off Helen Hunt as a youth. is uh, there's a, They live on a farm, and they have a shitty farm, and... There's a storm coming, Annie, and they all go into the sh- into the shelter to protect themselves, leaving a bunch of chickens out there to get their ass kicked. You yeah, notice that? Mm-hmm. And they and the mom, the hideous mom, the scrawny <laughs> dad, and Helen Hunt and their dog go down under into the cellar. And dad, for some stupid reason, thinks he can help keep the door closed when the tornado's on top of it. So they have a storm shelter, yeah, like you said, and it has a very flimsy door, the very flimsy deadbolt. A very the, flimsy father. And the dad is trying to hold it down, and unfortunately, he is decides to tell the family, he screams at them, he goes, I can't hold it, I can't hold it. He has to pee real bad, <laughs> and then the tornado sucks him up into, and that's kind of a cool effect, I think. I, I like it, and I like his last words are, finally, I'm getting sucked in this house. <laughs> but the best gets, thing is, there is a shot of the dog during this sequence, and the dog could not be more happy. The dog is thrilled that the tornado's on top of them. Did you see this shot? Of course. So, the, so one thing I liked about the dad was there's a they do spend a lot of time on this dog, which is a reference to the Wizard of Oz. Like there's many of references. This is a Toto dog. I, I, I didn't catch him. I think this is a Toto dog. I, I don't think I'm wrong. I didn't catch any Wizard of Oz. Oh, you Wizard didn't, huh? So then <clears throat> the family panics and they run up to get their daughter who's in bed. Leaving the dog behind. I got worried. I, I thought the dog might not make it to the storm shelter, which is outside of their house, right? It's in the ground. And they're running for it. 
the girl, little girl screaming for the dog. And the dad, uh, they're, they're in safety, but the dad reopens the door and let the dog in. Like, I, that's a nice move by the dad. Gets a little credit, a little karma before he gets zooped away by the tornado. Yeah. But you're right, the dog is panicking, and then once it, <laughs> it's safe, it, yeah, it is calm. No, no, no. The dog is, is, is happy during the worst of it. There's yeah, a shot during. No, no. There is a shot during the worst of the tornado, and the dog is smiling. Mm-hmm. As yeah. if the dog knows that this guy sucks. He's about to be out of here. He doesn't. He scrimps on bolts. Doesn't buy the high quality <laughs> bolts. He's gone. Tell me about um, this effect. Describe it to to the listener. Like what it looks like when he gets sucked away. He gets ash. He gets ashed out. Perfect. Yeah, you know, it's just that there's like a wall of a wall of wind that he gets thrown into with the door. He's still hanging on to that poor door as he gets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, they everybody assumes he's dead. I is he? Yeah, he's done. Huh? The one thing that this movie got it got hate a little hate for deservedly is how they think that just by being holding on to something stable during a tornado is you're healthy. But everybody knows that that thing sends every bit of debris at a billion miles an hour through your body. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Dad. He's gone. He gets shredded and he gets zooped up. He is um, the winner in this movie, by the way. Yeah, and then Helen Hunt. Um, we don't know it's Helen Hunt yet, but they. What's the next? Do do we are we then do we meet Bill Paxton first? We do, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, first before that, we oh. see the absolutely worst rendering. Of a satellite in CG technology history, it is it is so bad. I it's a, I said cut to present day and a present on the screen, an amazingly <laughs> CGI rendered uh, satellite and Earth Earth blurry. Pretty bad. It's this bad. is in this is in the early heyday of CG. Everybody was blown away by the most trivial things, and I can't imagine this was ever considered good. We learned there's a record outbreak of tornadoes on Earth. Yeah. Tornadoes are having a heyday. They're having a hoot nanny. They cannot wait to touch down and spiral and shred. Yeah. And take more dads up into the heavens. They took spin your partner round and round to heart. Now, one thing that I bothered me a little bit about the film, and it bothered me when I saw it before, is in the opening scenes, they think that the tornado and the winds and the howling winds aren't enough of a, of a scary thing, and they add growls. Mm-hmm. Animal sounds to the tornado. It's well, this a is terrible this is com- choice. It's common though. What do you mean? Think about well, there's Yandaban is doing his best to impersonate Spielberg in this movie. Mm-hmm. The music, the whimsical dog shit music that Mark Mancini is playing, Oof, it's, it's bad. so bad. It's it is so bad. Terrible, yeah. But he's trying so hard to pull off a John Williams and Jaws, and the shark in Jaws had a sound. The the truck in Duel. Had a sound. I think Yonda Bont really was trying to make his jaws. Yeah. And so I, I'll give I'll give him a pass for just emulating that with this. Okay. I will not give him a pass for Jamie Gertz's hair, however. <laughs> Jamie Gertz, to her credit, somehow manages it towards the end of this movie to kind of be likable. Her character is uh, baggage, dead weight. And also the audience, everybody has to talk down to her because she has to be the audience, like ask the, the scientists questions, and they have to explain it to her in layman's terms. And, and she, to us. She, she also has the unenviable task of being 
the new love in Bill Paxton's character's life mm-hmm. and forced to provide awful comic, supposed comic relief. And then she basically is, she goes with it. She bends and she, mm-hmm. she, she acquiesces to this group of weirdies. And how is she rewarded for all of her hardship in this movie? She overhears her, uh, herself being betrayed by Bill Paxton on the CB. He prof- kind of professes his love to Helen Hunt. Who's his, who's she gets his dumped. She gets dumped in the middle of tornado. Soon time. to be ex-wife. She ends up dumping Bill Paxton. Actually, well, you know what I'm saying though. Mm-hmm. She she gets she gets shit on in this. But point. here's the thing. So they introduce us to Bill Paxton and Jamie Gertz. They're a couple. They're in this truck and they're heading toward a group of tornado chasers, I guess, and uh, led by Helen Hunt. Now the reason that Bill Paxton is going there is because he has some divorce papers he needs uh, Helen Hunt his soon to be ex-wife to sign this plays out through the whole movie it is awful like it is it, no you can never care about the relationship they're of course they're meant to be together I you know Helen Hunt is she was a sitcom star right and it's not her fault it just feels this the level of writing between them is sitcom level it is her fault that she doesn't ever close her mouth that's a fault of hers she, I believe, and I love Bill Paxton. I love him so much. He's not good in this. He can't really make the script work. And I think Helen Hunt can a little bit more for some reason than he than he can. I don't know what it is. But I think she works better within the confines of this this shitty movie <laughs> than he does. And Jan DeBont, went to, according to the trivia, went to bat for her. He really wanted Helen Hunt for this because he saw the Trancers films. Big fan. He, Paxton is very convincing... As a as somebody who barely needs to be coerced into going absolutely batshit right away in this movie, he goes from being a, a man just trying to get his divorce papers instantly to becoming a storm chaser. Mm-hmm. Fuck everything else. Yeah, and that's the thing is it they. I think this is a weird thing. So let's talk about a little bit about who's in the film, and then I'm going to get to. A problem I think that Jan Debon has is in his films. Okay, you got the guy who is the Rocket Man in, in in The Rock. Who? The guy who Nicholas Cage fires on a rocket. Oh, okay. You got Jeremy Davies in this. Philip Seymour Hoffman, obviously, is like one of his earliest, right? Um, uh, Todd, Todd Field. Todd Field, who just directed Tar, is in this. Um, Zach Grenier, who is actually excellent in, in a lot of things. Alan Ruck, now of succession fame. Jake Busey somehow is in here. I didn't see him. Did you catch him? No, you got Lois Childs from Creepshow 2. Lois Smith? That's the one. Never mind. Different person. Um, you got there's a Carrie Elways. Who else is in this? Abraham Ben Ruby. Abraham Ben Ruby shows up for a scene. There's like a lot of people in this movie. And what I think is funny, you know, Alan Ruck was also in Speed, right? Patrick Fischler. Patrick Fisch- Fischler. Yandemont has a weird thing where he can't, like, it, just like the the people on the bus in Speed, right? He can't shade these characters in an interesting way. Like, he the same with the group. Like, it, they just don't, it doesn't feel natural. They're just annoying. Um, and, you know, the actors aren't, aren't annoying, I think. It's, it's something that he can't make work. And it happens in Speed as well. I don't well, know you what know it Michael is. Crichton did write this, and then they had, what, Joss Whedon and uh, somebody else do script doctoring on it. So the blame could be spread amongst many. 
Oh, of course. I'm not. I'm just. I just. I'm connecting him to speed as well. I think. I think Whedon actually worked on speed as, as well. Did some script doctoring. Um, but like I said, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman's. Well, kind those of the, extras aren't going to harass themselves. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman's kind of the standout here. He plays a very um, annoying character named Dusty, Dusty, but he's such a good actor that you still end up liking him, even though his character could not be more annoying. And he's very, like, you know, stoner, enthusiastic, this you know, zen about the tornadoes. Yeah, it's just... I, I'm with you. I hate him. <laughs> I hate the Dust Man in this... I don't it's care ha- that it's a dead great actor. Fuck him. He sucks. He's an awful thing. He doesn't suck. That's the thing. I feel like he actually manages to not suck somehow, where I think a lot of actors would have. He still has some kind of presence. But, man, it's it's a bad crew. Like, this crew of Helen Hunts, they just don't... What they end up doing a lot of times is just they leave them on the side while Bill, Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt go a stride of tornado you know they go they go drive next to a tornado that's the whole movie speaking of chameleons jeremy davis isn't it davies davies jeremy i can't believe somebody saw him in this film and ever hired him again then i can't believe anybody's ever hired him again over and over again he's the absolute junk i once i never liked him i I always kind of liked him he he's a quirky actor i once went on a date to spanking the monkey remember that one that's the alternative (laughs) to a date that's his first. That's his first movie, I think. Um, I think that's like a directed by someone who became a big director. David O. Russell. Is that O. Russell? I think so. It's a movie about incest. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's he's a very quirky kind of like a uncomfortable actor. But I, I always liked him. You you don't. He, did you, I hate him so much. It's kind of like a lower. It's almost like he's like a lower key Crispin Glover or something. Kind of the same kind of weirdies. Crispin Glover could sort of go fuck himself too. <laughs> So, yeah, we get to meet Eric Clapton in this movie. A little cameo from Eric C. Yeah, and then and th- Seymour Hoffman's uh, characters introduced by singing along or watching an Eric Clapton video for like motherless child. Some, some, <laughs> which is probably is that a confession from Eric Clapton or? Oh God! I mean, <laughs> it's not too soon. The kid bounced. I mean, that's a horrible. That's horrible. It's stupid. It's dumb. Antichrist. So then the premise here is that. Like I said, Bill Paxton's trying to get divorce papers signed, but the crew, this crew of tornado chasers, is, is is about to dive into the depths of wind to deliver this instrument that will read the inner workings of a tornado. Nick, what is this thing that they that they've created? It's a MacGuffin. Looks like a. I mean, it looks like a box with a bunch of balls in it, really. And they just, you know, it I'm looks listening. like a kids kids. <laughs> A kids science fair project. What I love about this, so Bill Pax, this is Bill Paxton's design, and then they find they created it. And he's excited to see it brought to life, and it's called Dorothy, which I believe might be a reference to the Wizard of Oz. Maybe zoom in. And so what it's supposed to do is there's like it's like a big old can of shit, and then it opens up and delivers these like these it's, little balls into the tornado. Were you disappointed that the Tar Man wasn't in there? But my favorite thing, and how dumb this movie is, is that Carrie Elway's character, who's the he's the competitor that they used to know named Jonah. He is also ripped. He's ripped off the design. No, they're squares. 
That's what I was going to say. He ripped <laughs> off the design. They were mad at him, but he opens it up. They open it up and show you, yeah, instead of balls, they're squares. It's so, it's so, so dumb. <laughs> but I was rooting for Carrie Elway's Me too. Like, they were all mad at him because he's in it for the money and the fame, but not in it for the science, as Bill Paxton puts Storm it. chasers are like Bigfoot chasers. They're, yeah. They suck. They're not good people. It's, you know, look. I don't know. I don't know Storm Chaser, but these people—they just try to make them too. I'm a hypocrite. I once tried to get Halle Berry's autograph. They just make them too zany, too colorful. They're trying to do all this stuff that doesn't work. They're just annoying. And you know, storm chasing—what? What is it? Like they're just—they're driving toward tornadoes. That's the whole movie. They're driving right. toward tornadoes, and then they go, "Oh shit, we're too close," and things get sucked up in them. There was a TV movie called Tornado, I think. Well, there's a bunch of this. After this, starring Bruce Campbell. And there's also many reality shows devoted to this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, Storm Chasers. Uh, what, let me ask you this, I guess, is what do you think of the CGI tornadoes these days? Like now, nowadays, 30 years later. Have there, has there been one? The, in this movie. What did, what, oh, how, the, how have the effects hold, hold, held up? They're, they're, I don't know. I've, they're fine. I think some I mean, of them look pretty good still. It's a tornado. You know, yeah, but it's, they're gigantic. You're telling the truth, but I love that. Like they try to nickname. They have like the diff, They try to tell you different kinds of tornadoes. At one point, there's two, and he goes, the "Sisters." And they call it one a drunkard. They call it a drunkard. Well, that's pretty point. great. So what's going on after? Does she sign the papers, Nick? She doesn't. So Jamie Gertz and Bill Paxson are absorbed into this crew. Yes. And they go to what barbecue joint? Where's what's the <laughs> Dorothy's? They go to Hot Pit. And they're hanging out at Hot Pit with Carrie Elwes' girl. All the guys are there. You kind of like this sort of, these, like, clashing culture of these storm, like, when they're convening at this thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cute. It's like, I'd like, I'd like that movie a little bit, where there's a little bit of character stuff at the, at the Hot Pit. But instead, they, they, try to, they try to put a giant twirly mustache on Carrie Elwes, who's up to the job. It instantly becomes... They have to deploy Dorothy. That's the whole plot of the movie. you got to deploy Dorothy. It is. And the, here's the thing. Carrie always is giving this interview, right? Uh, and the Bill ha- Paxton gets so angry because he's ripped off his design that he goes over and he knocks off Carrie always' ball cap. Yes, that's a big move. Hits it off move. his head. Yeah. And then you hear in the background, um, yeah, like Carrie always says, uh, you know, I'll really enjoy your weather reports because Bill Paxton's going to become a weatherman. Like, he's left storm chasing and right. and then you hear Bill Paxton say you slime and yeah. then in the background you hear someone go he's a corporate kiss butt because of what happened is this movie was originally rated R and they yep. sliced and diced it to get it down they took all the bad language and I guess some gore which yep. I was trying to th- there's like almost no death in this movie except Je- Zach Renning Grenier or whatever. He has enough death for everyone in this movie. <laughs> I guess that's where the gore probably got cut He gets out. Final destination in this movie big time. He does. But the he's likable. He's kind of likable. Yeah. It tries to be cute, you know, because they have Jamie Gertz, who's a therapist, trying to do therapy calls in the middle of the storm chasing, and it's embarrassing. She's <laughs> a sex therapist. She, yeah. I know that they talk about sex. I think all therapists are sex therapists, aren't they? I think she's actually a re- she's a reproductive therapist, as Bill Paxton puts it. Oh, that's tough. She's a she's a peep whisperer, Nick. Hell yeah! So she she's she's talking to somebody's cock. I think it's her husband, the guy's oh. the, the woman's husband. No, but she is like talking about that. That's supposed to be funny. It's not. And then 
Well, another thing that I love is, so, you know, we get this Bill Paxton who is upset because Helen Hunt is giving him shit and not really even. He's just kind of on edge around her and then she won't really sign the papers and he's he's really just taking everything she says like kind of the wrong way. But then all of a sudden he's out front and he's staring off into the distance and then everybody gets all, oh, here comes the mythical Bill Paxton because he's reading the winds, he's reading the skies. He grabs some dirt and lets it sift out of his hand like it means anything. And then, you know, you got Phil Hoffman's like saying, oh, it's on, bitch. <laughs> I see God starting to whisper into your tits. So the another thing I li- I did like this choice. Bill Paxton does push Jamie Gertz off on Philip Seymour Hoffman, and he proceeds to hold her hand all around. Like he keeps dragging around, but he's holding her hand the whole time. Right. Which I thought was an interesting choice. And he's they're like, he just knows what the storm's thinking. Like he's that kind of guy, and everybody's in awe of his disability he has. Except me, I'm not in awe. I think it's dumb. He looks <laughs> dumb doing it. He does look good in some jeans and a you know and a shirt. He's big shirt. Did you notice he was big shirting in this? Yeah, he's big shirting, but he's looking like the salt of the earth. He's looking like a man's man, a hardworking dude. You know, I'm teeing off on Bill. I'm teeing off on Bill Paxton in this movie. I love him. Love him so much. He's always typically great in things. He's not a leading man though. That's the thing. He's a great character actor, and he's a wonderful presence in movies. I don't know about him about him as lead. You know, I got to actually interview him very shortly before he died, and what a charm he is! Just an absolute treat. People loved him, and he's. I think he's so charming on screen. Like I said, even this thinly drawn character, he he tries with it. I'm sure he's excited to lead this film, and it was a hit. But you know, he was later a lead on the lead on Big Love, and I like that show a lot. Right, on a TV show, yeah, and he was, you know, he's great, and. He was great in Frailty. Did he direct that? Yeah. He did direct it. Yeah. I mean, he's a man of many talents. He's a great thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he, he squints at, at weather in this movie. <laughs> I mean, they try to make an action film about tornadoes. Like, it's just it's a tall order. What's know? the name of the town where Lois lives? They talk about it a lot in this movie. Then write it down. Okay. It's some dumb name town. They go to, they go, after they get their ass kicked by the uh, storm, they really don't, they're not smart, by the way. They go chasing tornadoes and then they almost ram into a, they do ram into a bridge. So they decide to go see her aunt, get some food in them, clean up, whatnot. Yeah. And there's a shot where they're all around the table. She's serving them eggs and steak and Jamie Gertz is looking at it like it's from outer space. Everybody's all telling stories about Bill Paxton and his wild days naked in the fucking forest. He comes out of the shower looking all sex, and then Helen Hunt says, I'm going to get the next shower, which is strange. Why do we need to know? And then she lingers for a while, and then for no reason they cut to her in the shower doing nothing. For no reason? We just need to know that she's cleaning herself. I don't understand. Well, she's, why th- think she's contemplating the live... The life that they had before that they were now they're now estranged or they're now mad at each other. Yeah, you know, she's she has a connection with him and she's upset that he's brought this new broad to her group. Uh, that's and not you got that off. from her in the shower. She's in the shower and you could tell like she's just staring instead of cleaning herself. She's just staring and just she's having one of those moments, you know. And then she's probably thinking I, about all the stuff and, you know, harking it back to where it all went wrong. And it probably started age six. See, I and, did not get, I got like, she's like, yeah, should I, the, should I scrub my groin? Shows. Should I scrub my groin? Should I let the water cascade down there or should I get the, the hands working down there? I, I, It's pretty clean without my help, but maybe mm. I should get the hands working down there. That's kind of what I got from it. I think she was picturing Abraham, 
Abraham Ben Ruby when she was in there. Just like Actually, that. Abraham Ben Ruby is a member of Carrie Elwes's team. Did I? Did I? Does that matter? When sometimes you fantasize about the, That's the enemy, right? I mean, that I sound like that's a personal statement. I'm just saying in general. The guy, there's a guy from Say Anything in this movie. That actor, yeah, right? that actor who looks like he's uh, like a like a grizzled like a grizzled version of somebody else, like a, like like somebody chewed up a guy and spat him out, right? Looks like Zach Granke from the Kansas City Royals a little bit, but he's like some chewed up shit person. Right? Just he trying looks, to get his name. I, I, I've i looked him up before because I always always liked him. He looks like he, he should be hanging out with Johnny Knoxville or something. He's he was in that surf Owen Wilson surfing movie, too. Kind of a bigger bigger part in that movie. Gregory Sporletter. No, that's the guy who was the Rocket Man. Oh, well, he's in, that's who I was talking about. He doesn't say anything. I hate his face. Why? He's got such a punchable face. He's still out there doing it. Yeah, of course. You can't keep Sporletter down. By the way, you know what he says about movie industry. What? It's a Sporletter word. Is he on the socials? That's my big question. So they're at Aunt Cock Flip's house, and Bill Paxton's outside. And man, there's clouds out there. That means Earth is going to pour out a tornado for us. Everybody's losing their mind because they're like, this is the hugest. And they start hauling ass again, you know, driving erratically, arguing, using CP radios to move the plot, just crazy stuff. And then they, you know, the whole famous cow sequence happens. They're on this waterway, and cows start whizzing by. I'm not listening to you because I'm on his Instagram page. <laughs> Spore letter and this. He got an Instagram. Blue check mark? <laughs> this is my personal account and my actor profile. I love him. He's got a web page. All right. Uh, enough. The site can't be reached. Okay. So interview requests go directly to the universe where they exist in reality. The tornado tornadoes got more famous off this movie than he did. Gotta say. So, what were you saying about what were you going? I was getting that. I, I got. Groin? I, mo- I moved our I crew. tapped out. <laughs> I moved. I moved our crew to the Brit to the waterway where the tornadoes are watery and cows are shooting around. That's where the sisters. The sisters happen. Yeah, the, and then there's then there's three sisters for a minute there. Mm-hmm. That's where the effects were a little sketchy. Wet tornadoes look dumb. <laughs> the tor- What was the movie? The disaster movie that had the fire tornadoes that came out a few years ago. San Andreas. Mm-mm. It was more. It was low, lower budget. Into something or some into kind the wa- of, into the into the storm or whatever. Is that what it is? Yeah. I think there were fire tornadoes in one of those other big disaster movies too, though. Twenty twelve or some some had them too. Oh, probably. Yeah. This is Ember could have done it. What do you think? He you think he passed on this? No. No. By the way, Hanks almost did the. Did you read the trivia? He got pretty far along, which scares me. Tom Hanks almost starred in this film, and he they said that. They even used the wardrobe that he picked out. He did. He he rehearsed with the cast. He picked out the wardrobe, and then he ditched it because he realized it was a gigantic pile of poo. And then they now, recast the role with Gregory Sporletter. He would have actually probably worked better. And I think the thing that bothered me is they're bickering. Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton bickering the whole time, and they just didn't need that. Like just chase the tornadoes around and be nice to each other. Yeah. That's all I want to hear from this movie or have from this movie. Just a bunch of niceies chasing chasing weather. By the way, you know how they named the shark in Jaws, Bruce? Yeah. Do you know did they named the tornado Rip in this? Did you know that? <laughs> Rip tornado. <laughs> yeah, they had a huge they were mad the tornado they had an animatronic tornado it never worked. It's a good joke. 
Why are you looking at it like that? It's a good joke. Hank's almost in this. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Paxton is sweating bullets when he got to the set. He said, I thought it was about me versus tomatoes. Oh, shit. <laughs> Joey Slotnick in this. We didn't mention him. That's, there's a reason. He was I just did I, We talked about that. I saw him in a movie recently. Play, Bill, Bill Paxton's character's name is Bill in this. Threw mm-hmm. me off. Joey Slotnick's character, his name is Joey in this. Throw me right. off. Gregory Sporletter's character. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, Carrie Elvis' is Jonas? He is Jonas, yeah. Let me zoom in. If Meg had gotten made, that's the lead character of that, too. Yonda Bont would have been covered in Jonas's. <laughs> if it got paid. Let me zoom in. It did not. <laughs> did an episode on it, my man. Movie studio's like, uh, let us let me guess. If we don't make this with you, Yon, does that mean you'll go 20 years without directing a film? Let's just do that. <laughs> Van Halen, my, my beloved Van Halen has a song that kicks in around this time. Mm-hmm. Humans that, being, right? Humans being, yeah. Not on the actual album, but it was it's, it's, it was the very end of the Hagar era. But um, there's a couple of, you know, they chase some tornadoes around town. Shit, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't go well. They show how dumb they are at every turn. Because all they got to do is deploy a fucking cylinder. Leave it in the fucking tornado's path and go away. And there and there's all these moments where he's like, just one more second. We're almost there. Almost did it. And then they crash horribly and are almost <laughs> eviscerated by wind. <laughs> it's, it's every scene. <laughs> and, then and then when he decides that he's gonna he's gonna get conservative and hit the brake, she's going, "Let's go, let's keep going, don't give up, let's get killed." <laughs> did you did you ever play the Twister pinball machine that had humans being as like the no throughout? It was amazing. I want to play an it. Amazing, amazing pinball machine, and it had the song. Was it at our pinball museum that we went to? I don't. I've never. I've played. I only played it like years and years ago. Uh, yeah, like years after the movie came out, but I was I was in love with it. I haven't seen it since. It was a good one. Fuck. You know, you know the ball was spinning up in those tornadoes. They had some tornado action in there. The oh, there had to be up. a cow. There had to be a cow, like a plastic cow somewhere on the table that mood or something. I'll have right? to look it up, yeah. I keep Googling. Is this, are you pissed that I keep doing look up, look up the other movie that we were talking about, the, the pinball machine for that. <laughs> look <laughs> up Gottlieb's Spanking the Monkey. Twister Pinball Machine. Bill Paxton on the faceplate and Helen Hunt. I wonder if he's got that. I wonder if like Helen Hunt has that in her family room or something. You know, Hank Azaria has conjugal visits with it. What are you talking about? Oh, they were together. They're married for a long. They were married. They had to have been, and then they went splitsville. How how am I knowing about a relationship? I forgot about that one. Pinball um, is the little yeah. engine that can man. It's still they are still making pinball machines, and it makes me so happy. So the big story you talked about the story that they're that they're telling Jamie Gertz about how crazy Bill Paxton is, and he got drunk, rolled out of a car naked, and he faced a tornado and he threw a bottle, his beer bottle, into the twister. And I think it was a bottle like, of Jack Daniels. Is that what it was? Everybody yeah. kept talking about how what a great story. That's not even that's barely a story, you know. Like this, this story sucks. They 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 act like it was heroic or something, but it's dumb. Well, Justin, let me zoom in. Have you ever hung out with human beings? And they say, I got a great story for you. Mm-hmm. How often are those stories great? Fujita scale, Nick. Fujita scale. That's where the the big mythic, everybody goes silent because Jamie Gross goes, What's, is there an F5? They're explaining to her these grades of tornadoes. Because she's like, is there an F5? And everybody goes silent. All the kidding around stops. And she's like, has anybody's ever seen one? And then Bill Paxton goes, only it's one pr- of us. And he it's looks. Print, it's print screen. I think it's print screen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but he looks up. To where the shower must be on the second floor. And then they cut to Helen Hunt just 
washing her crotch. <laughs> but yeah, she she has seen the F five. Everybody goes sign. They're 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 almost like kind of. It's called F five F for father. It's a father five. Father had five more seconds on the planet. That's why they call it that. Anyway, so where are we? <laughs> Safely at home. <laughs> I like the so the scene when you know the, all this mayhem's happening, and then Bill Paxton finally gets mad at Helen Hunt. I think they're at the drive-in for for no reason, just kind of resting at a drive-in. Well, in the you. in the Midwest, that's there's six things you can do: you fuck, eat, drive-in, plow. So they're at a drive-in. They're playing The Shining. And then, you know, Bill Paxton, I think this is where he's like, hey, what about me? What about me and you? And then, you know, Gertz overhears this through a CB. It's, you know, storming out, right? Yeah. And they show her face, and it's covered by rain. The the storm is very kindly helping her cry through that mm-hmm. scene. And I, you can't tell. Is she is she sad? Is Or is it, is it just rain? Is it both? What it's do you think, re- Nick? It's probably relief. Yeah. She's like, I almost married a weirdie. Storm helping her cry, Nick. And she's yeah, then she's I, then they cut to Paxton in that big old shirt. I think she probably got a hint when he, he shared with her some of his wedding vow ideas, like you know, you're category one, baby. You know, I'd love to twist you into a, my loving arms. You know, you know, you stormed me by surprise. You know, and then, then she's like flipping through the book, you know, getting grossed out. She's like, "What is this thing?" And he's like, "It's a, it's the Storma Sutra." What do you mean? <laughs> She's like, this is sick. What is this picture? And it's a picture of her with a uh, a giant dildo stabbed through her forehead. She's like, it's called the Grenier. You're going to get Grenlaid. Um, yeah, it's just... Anyway, so the poor tornado loves The Shining and just wants to watch it. Wants to come <laughs> to the drive-in and take a seat and watch The Shining. But unfortunately doesn't know how to and ends up shredding the screen and everything around it. The survivors have to... Or the the people there, the crew and the, the audience members have to kind of flee, right? Into this um, this underground area, or this I guess this kind of air airplane hangar that just happens to be there mm-hmm. at the drive-in. But I love before it it's happens, a flying it's a flying theater stop. Before, before it happens, like everybody's like, I think they're kind of like everybody gets that. Oh shit! Is, is there a tornado creeping up on us? They get that weird like the winds are kicking up or whatever, and they go, I think I think the storm's coming. And Paxton, of course, who knows smarter than everybody, goes, it's already here. Yeah. You know, and then they dive into the, and then they get a bunch of shit thrown on them, you know. <laughs> and this guy gets sliced in the forehead by a hubcap. Of course, he doesn't get killed though. No, he just gets sliced. These guys are pretty good though. They know when a tornado's coming when they see a funnel cloud. <laughs> and the ant, uh, they they you know Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton drive to her house after the storm clears, and and it's devastation. Like Helen Hunt has a hallucination of her sees her her family like her dad and her mom and herself. And the debris and the wreckage. They go to the aunt's house, which is just chewed up by the tornado, and they, they find her. She's bloody but alive, and they're trying to rescue her. And they, Yandemont just goes nuts. He does a huge scare. Is this 27 inch television going to fall on our heroes? <laughs> it's just hanging on by the cable wire. Oh, man. That would cause maybe a scratch if it hit. <laughs> they, almost got, they almost got a bruise. Is she pinned under her bed? What's she pinned under? I'm not sure. She's got some wood on her. Oh yeah, it's another Bill Paxton. Storm Bill Paxton's fl- yeah, <laughs> through the Storm of Sutra. I don't think this position's been named yet. She's got a bloody. Um, it's called incest. She's got a bloody uh, nighty. Hell yeah, but she's fine. And Helen Hunt is upset that her aunt is has been hurt. I'm gonna do a, hel- a welfare check on Lois Smith. She's out there. She got old in the light. 
Lois Smith. I got her mixed up with Lois Childs. It's a shame. She does still creep around planet Earth yeah, with her she's fucking goodness. claws out. Uh, Lois Childs, however, still lives as well. Good for us. They do favor each other. They both have like a bland square head. Okay. So um, they decided to promote Pepsi, and they figured that this thing that, that they designed is not going to work. The balls aren't going to float into the tornado, but they ha- so they have to cut up cans of Pepsi and give these balls wings. Because she sees a sculpture, a wind sculpture, in her aunt's house, and it gives mm-hmm. her the idea of ideas. And uh, so they do. They're all they're doing some arts and crafts in between and Car- storms. And Carrie Elways has got Coke cans, and he's putting them on his square. <laughs> that would be incredible. I, I read the trivia. They do, in some of the designs of their little laptop storm tracking, the Pepsi symbol forms, <laughs> which is just, just so shitty. You know, like, <laughs> what a... Terrible product. It's just what a bad idea, old yawn. I would. I think that it would have been more fitting for this movie if it was Dad's root beer, because then they could have had one last look at her destroyed pop. <laughs> <laughs> this rendering tells me that the storm is going to be traveling attached to a door, going up into the sky forever. Goodbye, Father. Carrie always tells his driver because they're about to die, and you know pa- Paxton, who hates always, is like, "Look, you're you're you. The storm's going to turn. My my storm sense is telling me that." You're gonna yeah. about to get zooped off the planet Earth. He's got and, Nadar, and the driver's listening. He's like, you know, maybe we should listen to him. And Carrie always says, "The immortal, when I want your opinion, I'll give it to you." And then he something else is given to him. Then they get. Then his driver gets. Dis- the tornado throws a sword through him. I don't know what. What is it like a radio <laughs> tower? Yeah, it's not good. And then it lifts the truck into the heavens and smashes it down into flames. And Carrie always is like, oh, shit, that hurt. And he gets out and he holds his ankle. There's a shot of his the surviving members of his team looking discouraged at worst. I don't understand. Like, Carrie always is just kind of a dick in this. He doesn't earn that debt. Like, his, he's not annoying enough to get that killed. You know, like, they, they act like it's like, oh, here comes the money guy's going to get destroyed by the tornado. But it doesn't. They need to make him meaner and worse. Like, he needs to be, like, just a complete pile of shit instead he looks handsome and dashing and you'd rather watch him than um yep. the bickering crew do you think the, fury road ripped this off i mean i know you're not being serious but i did this the parts of this did remind me of fury road a little bit when we were watching it that's the part with Helen hunt in the shower just some of the effects for some reason why what we we've done we've done a helen hunt performance on this show already do you remember i'll give you a hint she survives a car incident I don't remember. Kiss o' death. Is she is she in Kiss of Death? Yeah, she's got She's an Caruso. Accent. She gets destructed. No, she doesn't. She gets hit by that. Usher's in what's her face or or fave. Well, doesn't she get killed too? Mm-mm. What's her name? Small small brunette. She's in Stir of Echoes as well. Yeah, Kate, not Kate. Mastodon foot. What's her name? It's like Mirth Bag Slam D Blam. It's with a K. K bead. <laughs> What's her name? Knight Pulliam? What's her name? It's like, uh, she's got a cute name. Kevin she's Bacon like, and blah, 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 and Stir of Echoes. What is yeah. it? Elena Douglas. She got, she got a cool name. Don't look her up. I have to. I can't. we got to figure it out. Muke? Muke Baxon? <laughs> We're close. Donna Hood? Donna F- Guitar Foot? What's her name? <laughs> Too old to remember this. It used to just come to me. I can't, I can't remember stuff anymore. We'll get there. We're not even close. It's like, it's what are like, you talking about? I, I almost said it. It's Cardi, Carti, Williams, Zangief, uh, Swan, Swan Rock, <laughs> <laughs> a great clan. What is it like? 
soldering foot. What's her Jimmy's so- cup? Swoof. Swoof. Pink blood. What's her standing dervish? What is it? It's like biscuit envy. <laughs> Taffney Gunda. Taffney Gunda? Is that close? No, that's what that's what the uh, Ewok says when he's thrilled. <laughs> McTaggart. Borm Aftra. Borm. Stencil camera. I wish it would come to me because it would be amazing to say her name after all this, but I do not. For some reason, I think it starts with a K or something. Peppy. <laughs> Rude good. Can I look her up yet? No! God can damn I, it. Can I give you her initials? No, don't look it out. Because she's in something else. She's in a bunch of stuff. I think she used to be in a relationship with D'Onofrio or something. Am I wrong about that? She's in Kiss of Death. She's the, remember the babysitter, then her and Crusoe hook up. They fuck big time. And then she waits for him when he's in prison. And she's in Stir of Echoes. She's good in that. She's good in both. Shane. She's a Chicago actress or something, I think. She's small. My Garmin Trout. We'll get there. Let's, uh, is the movie over yet? It's close. This is the part where they finally deliver these Pepsi-branded balls to the tornado. Of course, the tornado it just keeps zooping them around. But they keep they have different um, models of the Dorothy. They have different versions of it. And finally, they, they aim a car at the tornado and deliver Dorothy too. Remember, they jump out into the cornfields. Tornado turns and tries to get them. That's when they, they get into the eye of the tornado or whatever it is. It's foot, yeah. And and then they they deploy successfully deploy Dorothy. They do, but like the, the, tor- like the tornado, they're in a little, like, there's a joke where they go into a barn and there's, like, just tons of, like, sharp instruments. It's like it's like a serial killer, killer, killer lives there. So they can't they can't go in there and so then they find this little barn or this little shed to go into and the tornado just whips that apart. And so they're, they they belt themselves to some metal it's thing. The wor- it's the worst thing in the whole movie. I don't know why they thought because like, the tornado just like doesn't shred them but it just kind of makes them kind of hang glide a little bit. They're, but they're on a pipe and everything else yeah, in tethered. creation is destroyed around them. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, and they're just kind of having fun. And then they survive, and they are not decimated. They don't even get have cuts on them. It's, it's embarrassing. They get more damage in the scene where they're under the bridge. Look, I mean, you can't read reality into it. There's, like, a bunch of scenes where, like, a like a semi-truck will be lifted up by the winds and, you know, not their car. It's selective. It's great. It's great, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and they make it, man. And then the team, the team calls them, and they're like, Are you all right? Are you all right? Over the studio, they are you all right? Come in, and they're like, yeah, we're. And they're like, relationship wise, we mean relationship wise. Are you okay? You guys good? Uh, what do you think when they have to drive through the house? It reminded me of uh, the movie we just did, Breakdown. What? Yeah. Hey, nice. Did you notice whenever they're they're surviving, or when they survive, <laughs> and like the the tornado's gone, and they're just kind of on the ground, like they're still tethered a little bit. Paxson's holding Helen Hunt, and he kind of starts to sit up and he grabs her boob. I didn't notice that, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't grab it, but he definitely wipes his hand across her chest. I need to watch the movie again. That's not it's cool. Like, you know what it feels like? Cops a feel. You know what it feels like? It feels like Catherine Irby. Oh, you got it. How did you get there? I got there, baby. That's why I've been sitting here quiet. Irby goes bananas is her joke, I think, from the show. Look, here's... That's an amazing pool. I'm glad you got there. I know, I did say it started with a K, right? I kind of said that. Irby starts with an E. Catherine. <laughs> I think some of our other names, like Milkshot, were close, though, you know? He touches her nape, her, her little her spot. He chests her chest. He touches it. And then they cut to 
for some reason, kind of a wide shot of the crew, and Joey Slotnick is doing rock, paper, scissors with Jeremy Davies. I did not catch that. Mm-hmm. This movie just gained a point. Yeah, he's doing a Rochambeau. Is that what the rock, paper, scissors is called, Rochambeau? See, I'm, I haven't read books. Yeah, they make it. Am I wrong? Probably right, man. And the tornado loses. They didn't kill... The, the big thing in this movie is the they're doing all this work because people, they need to have an early... They need to understand tornadoes so they can have an early... A better early detection system. And they keep you know hitting you over the head with that whenever the tornado dives through town. They're, they're always like, if they just had some warning, if they just knew. I got some, I got some news for you. The Earth... Ain't warning you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's over. We did it. And, and of course, the movie does my favorite thing. As soon as the threat's over, the movie's over. Right. You like that? I do like that. No coda, no stingers, no little treats. That's right. Uh, There's a kiss? They do kiss, and it sucks. And Jamie Gertz, we didn't say, she leaves Bill Pax, and she actually breaks up with him, and she said, you know, the weird thing is I'm not that sad about this. They kind of toned down her beauty in this movie because she's a very oh, pretty right. lady, and, and they kind of made her look very businesslike and plain in a way. Mm-hmm. They give her weird they, hair. They give her weird hair. They 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 give her big pants, and they try to they try and they cover up her bosoms with you know suit jacket type stuff. It's like good thing because I mean it'd be a work of science fiction if uh, if they let Jamie Gertz be Jamie Gertz in this. I thought it was a cool, nice little nod to Lost Boys. Whenever she breaks up with um, Bill Paxton, and then he's crying, and then she's like, you know, look, we had a good thing. We had a good thing. And she gives him a kiss on the cheek, and then she goes, let's go, Laddie. And she grabs Laddie and walks away with him. <laughs> was that, that was a nice tribute to Lost it, it was a, it was, a, it was a subtle tribute, yeah. And then and Laddie she... Hit, Laddie hisses at Paxton. You know, it was neat. It brought his character back. I mean, it's a funny joke. What's your favorite Gertz movie other than Lost Boys and Twister? Is she in Listen to Me with Kirk Cameron? I believe she's in Listen to Me. I believe she's in Solar Babies. Of course, she's in Solar with Jason P. We got to do Solar Babies. We have to. Peter DeLuise in this? Did he Is die? he in there? I don't think so. Did he? I I want to see. They keep threatening. Like, I remember during the. They threatened the sequel. They never made it. Solar Adolescence. And you, wait, you said. You did say that Jason Patrick's in there, right? Yeah. You did mention that, because that means that we have to do it then, right? Because he's in there. Holy shit! What? Where's my phone? I don't have my phone. Look him up! Who? Jason Piss. Patrick? Oh, I do it. My phone's charging. Hold on. Please tell me Jason P is in Solar Pussies. He is in there. Oh, god damn. And Peter DeLuise is in there. Lucas Haas. Dick Jordan. Dead. James LeGrow. LeGrow in there. Charles oh, Durning. Great guy, get Durning in uh, Solar Babies. Peter DeLuise lives still. Oh, Willoughby Gray is in it. We gotta do it. We do all of his movies. Gert's still acting. There is no way that Solar Babies is available in a service in the, the, uh, our reality. Oh, my God, it's on Pluto. Oh, oh she's in not... Quicksilver. I, I like that movie, Quicksilver, with yeah, Kevin me Bacon. Too. It's not available to buy, but it's, uh, it has a zero tomato. Let's see here. She's on Square Pegs, too, which is a great, pretty great show. Sarah Jessica P. Mm-hmm. Okay, Solar Babies is free? Oh, that's a, tra- that's a trailer. What is it? It's on screen picks. So we could do Solar Fucks at some point. We can. So the movie the movie ends. It's a delight. Credits start to roll, and you catch any names in there? Because I, I caught some. We had a return. Retu- we had a return visit in this one from you one did, of mine. You're critical of my names, by the way, lately. I'm a little gun shy. Good. You got it. Sometimes you gotta. You know, it's like a good coach gets his athletes to perform. That's what I'm doing. All right. What well, do you saw? Some of the returning. And now remember, I do mine out of order, so it's not too predictable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mentioned Jim Halty last episode. He's back here. 
I'll go first. DF was in this movie. DF in here, huh? I don't have a DF uh, written down. Deborah fought. Did Deborah she? fought. What a Let's great see. name and, and past tense. So she's probably in a placid place. But what a great name. I got BB in here. You know, star of uh, a Deadly, Deadly Friend. Friend. I, I don't have. B- I don't have it. You don't have Bonnie Bot. Bonnie Bot in here. There's a guy with a super Western, like a, a Western name, like he should be in a Western. I've never heard of this name in the real world, but I've heard it a billion times in Westerns. Initials MH. MH. No. Matthew it. Hendershot. Oh, wow. Harkening back. I got a long, I got a mouthful name too. I got a little GH in here. Don't, he could have I been don't, I don't Hendershot's have it. pal. Is Gregory it? Hedgepath. We know, I mean, there's one name that stands out among above all, and it's JP, of course. JP? Yeah. I don't have a JP. You know who worked on this film? Who? Joe Pancake. <laughs> what? Joe Pancake worked on Twister. That's incredible. Did you see ZG? Zigron? Zigron in here. Zigron in this. Taylor Zigron. I love it. Yeah, he's great. What about uh, DA? DA, I don't have. Kind of a firm statement. David Amborn. Oh, David wow. Amborn in this. Yeah, man. He Jason's kills. bro. ED what? in here? Erectile dysfunction? ED? You got ED? No, I don't. Want... You don't have Ed Dunkley? <laughs> no, but I do have RK. Oh, Pac-Man in this. Oh, RK. I'm sorry. What? Richard King. Dick King. The Dick King in this. <laughs> I mean, I had CG, I guess. So did the Boy. movie. Bad. Little Chuck Gasper in here. Little little Chucky Gasp? She's a gasper. (laughs) Flashback to a very great episode. Look, man, that buzzing sound you hear ain't a cow whizzing through a tornado. That's his tattoo gun firing out. What, you going to get carved onto your body in black ink? Going full back tat. Full back tat, Nick. Twister, iconic Twister poster. Full back tat with, uh, you know, that you you, you can picture, right? The Twister and then in front of it you got... Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton arm in arm. Hold on a second. Let me unbuckle. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. But instead, it's the, it's the tattoo of that poster, but instead of Bill Paxton, it's Tom Hanks. And then underneath, the words, what if? <laughs> what do you think? I like it. I like it. What if you, what if you had it and it was a different tornado behind them? What if? <laughs> <laughs> Mine is a uh, it's it's in a, a child's bedroom, and it's, of course it is. And um, there is around gathered around the bed is a handful of people: a lion, a scarecrow, and a tin man. And in the bed is the Dorothy unit. <laughs> best as I have a Wizard of Oz one coming up as well. <laughs> Look, the movie has finished, the credits have rolled, but lo and behold, there's a stinger at the end. Mm-hmm. What you got? Oh, Brownwall. Yeah, Another Brownwall. Yeah, Brownwall's creeping and crapping. So we got a, it's the, right after, you know, the extra scene here is Jamie Gertz comes up and she's like, she's like, Bill, are you okay? Bill, are you okay? And he pushes her out of the way. Like, he's like, because you know, they're done. Pushes her out of the way. Helen Hump goes, honey, are you are you okay? Are you okay? Pushes her out of the way. Pushes Helen Hunt out of the way. How many times are you going to keep saying it? Puts a ring on the tornado. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just gets you know, how the tornado touches down. It's got a little 
<laughs> the, thin, the, thin, the thinnest part. Puts it on the ground and puts his little, yeah, puts his little, drops his little, I don't know what that is, little toe, tornado toe. Yeah. Gets that ring, tornado finger. Yeah, he put a, puts a ring on the tornado. Oh, my God. That's great. What about you? So mine is uh, a close-up of Kerry Elwes's face, unconscious. He shakes his head and sits up and starts to gasp, and he's on the moon. <laughs> this is you stole my sequel idea. I have the exact. This is my sequel idea, which we'll do next. But I, now I feel like I have to come up with another one. Carrie Owens on the moon? No, he just. Oh. I was gonna say he wakes up in Oz. <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> it's great. And it's just the whole. So he's passive aggressive to like the Tin Man. You know, like he's just. It's his character, Jonah and Oz. Oh my god, that's great! You, I, I keep it; it's fantastic. That was my sequel, then. Okay, I'll keep it. My sequel is called Thunder. Oh wow! It's about a. It's like it's about a bunch of thunder chasers. <laughs> so it's a handful of fat guys sitting in a fucking room, watching TV, listening to thunder. And every <laughs> once in a while, they'll go and throw an electric ball out into the yard. <laughs> Look, you've been tasked with having your own business associated with Twister. How are you going to spend that hard-earned? That's a good question. This is so funny that you would mentioned this earlier. Mm-hmm. I have tornado peeps. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. And they're, and they're colored like tornadoes, so they're grayish with, you know, a little white mixed in, gray, you know, looking like a torn. Mm-hmm. And uh, you eat them, and they, they start spinning in your throat like a crazy dervish, and sh- mm-hmm. just... Tearing your insides up with sugar, yum. Sounds great, actually. Yeah. What about you? I would sell just a box of wind. You know, like from this is actual air from a tornado. It's a glass <laughs> plastic box. You know, you could look into it. You know, torn. It's a tornado. Tornado breeze. Whatever it is, a piece of tornado. Yeah. Actual a section of a tornado. Yeah. That's <laughs> a whoosh. <laughs> just sell some. Uh, sell a whoosh to the public. You know, taken from a category, taken from an F4, taken right. from an F3, you know. What do you and think? it's a perfect business model because the receipt blows away. They can't return it. Perfect. Remember, like, during COVID, that woman was, like, selling her farts? Do you remember this? I don't. She was, like, there's a woman that was selling her farts and making a, <laughs> making a killing. It's kind of this kind of business model. You get tired, you just, just you know, close some glass cases and mail it. You don't have to. For the most part, we are legitimately going toward a tornado and holding a glass box open. We pay you well. Did, did you see me blush like a, like I'm not like her number one customer? I did hear when I said, did you hear about this woman who sold her? You went, no, no, I didn't. Yeah. No, never heard of it. Yeah, Next time you hear, I'll show you my fart shelf. Look, you're in this movie. You've More been power inserted into the... Selling yeah. farts to the world. I'll take it over a lot of shit out there. But yeah, you're in the movie, man. What shape does your performance take? I'm bringing back someone you know and love. My surfer character. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to catch the ultimate wave, Nick. Oh, my God. A tornado surfer. I think he met the queen. His name is Beck Wind Whisperer Williams. Nice. And he's on, he's on, he's just, he's also, like, gunning down the road like the trucks, but he didn't have any science equipment. He's just got his wind boards and his debris-proof wind suits. His reinforced uh, shaded goggles, and yeah. he's trying to catch the ultimate error, you know? He does so, this thing. So he he's goes got... to the lady's fart store on Pinterest. <laughs> and he... <laughs> he 
right before he dives into the tornado with the board, he does the twirl with his fingers, index finger up to the sky. He, like he to indicate, you know, he whirls his finger at the sky to indicate it's his move. Okay. And then he rides the tornado to his once death. Like he does it one time and he's done. <laughs> As opposed to everybody else's many death. <laughs> I guess he does a one done. He gets shredded. He, he gets shredded. But he, right. he, you know, that's Beck. That's Beck Williams for you. You know, catches about wicked you? air like the witch. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a storm chaser chaser. So I follow these fuckers around like a crazy person. I got all this equipment that follows them. It's basically a rope tied to them. <laughs> are you are you stalking them? I'm a storm chaser chaser, man. I, I like yeah. Camp out. I'm. I'm, I'm like like Philip Seymour Hoffman smells something, looks over, and I'm I'm spooning with him in the bed. <laughs> You know, right. it's, I just chase, you know, and then every once in a while I'll throw an electric ball at him. <laughs> All right, look, man, you got to incorporate self or twist into your everyday life, man. A mantra, a screed, a ritual, a discipline. What are you going to do? Live every day like you gainy, you know? Oh, wait, that's my last one. That's my last mantra. Um, What's my mantra from this film? What am I going to do to incorporate? I guess when everybody brings up Todd Field and say, uh, did you see Tar, directed by Todd Phillips? And I'd be like, you mean the guy from Twister? What was his name in this? Tornado. Let's try to figure out his name, too. Can you read that? Second, let me get through mine. What is Todd Field's name in Twister? Knowing their their conventions, probably Todd. So here I'll say, did you see Tar directed by Todd Field? You mean I'm like Todd Field? You mean who played Tim Belzer Lewis in Twister? I'll just bring him up. That's a bad mantra. But you go ahead. Do you have one? Yeah, uh, tornado like Yagani. Maybe I'll incorporate <laughs> the suck zone. Yeah, because they kept talking about the suck zone in this, and I guess that's Philip Seymour Hoffman. I His did write that down, yeah. Suck zone. That's what that's first of all, that's a review of this film and it's also my favorite page of the Kama Sutra. <laughs> Rename our podcast. The Suck Zone. <laughs> the favorite page. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, you've been trapped in the silent all these many years, gathering debris from various films, and now it's time to take something twist it to you to your place. What you bring in? I'm gonna bring that little I don't know if you noticed when Philip Seymour Hoffman was driving. A straw came out of his visor, and he was sipping on it. Did of you course. notice this? He's drinking during the yeah. He's sipping on it. He was, it's like a. It came out down from like the heavens, and he's sipping on this. I don't know, sentient visor straw. And I think I would just. I hope it's. I would take that to my island. Hope it just drop when I need a sip. It just drops out of the sky into my lips, onto my lips, and I would just take a nip. Of can the I, good stuff. Can the I twister, zoom Twister water? Can Is that I what zoom? He's drinking? In, can I zoom into the dark nature of Twister real quick? Yeah. Deleted scene. That 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 straw is attached to a human body in the back. He's a vampire. We never knew. He's drinking boy. He's drinking boy. Oh my that, god. And the only reason you need to notice you never see him in full sunlight. He's always got his big hat on. He's always hiding. And he, that's why he chases storms because the sun's never out when a tornado's there. Super. He's a super Nosferatu. That's interesting. I didn't, that's a good. Yeah. Now I did like dark. that. I, I I did like I do like that that item that you took because that's it was cool. I like that he was drinking. I like that he was drinking and driving. 
You think it was alcohol, huh? Uh, 200%. I think it was Capri Sun. You can't. He's a vampire. <laughs> All right, what about you? So, you, know, you can't ever tell the time on an island, right? Sing it. Preach. <laughs> so I took the impaled Zach, and I've made a sundial out of it. Oh, my gosh. So I've got, you know, that, that spire coming out of his, his, you know, his abdomen or wherever it went, and he's pinned there, and, and I just i am able to use it as a giant sundial to know exactly, precisely what time it is at any given moment, and it's good. Every time I look at that, I'm like, somebody's, you know, if, if, if I'm ever asked what time is it, and I look, I look at, over at the shadow, the way the sun is catching the spire and the shadow that it's creating, I said it's Zach dead o'clock every time. That's the time all the time, and he is just there like a crucified sweetie on my island. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> that's me taking a nip as I'm seeing this as you kind of installing this uh, affront to nature on your island it's another monument to horror I'm sipping I'm sipping from the clouds you don't know where that leads you gotta trace that that hose and see where it leads right don't wanna know what no. if he's just drinking his van it's <laughs> <laughs> a weird thing to say but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, what if he's just, what if it's just a hose and he's just drinking it, drinking the whole van? Like, he's drinking, like, van essence, you know, or, or just, maybe it's, I don't know, man, it's 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 sucking weird. He's a vampire? 